Yo, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Water Boys Podcast. And like all the other episodes, this one's a little different because Lickit is not starting us off. Since the last two episodes, I haven't talked that much because we've been focusing strictly on football. You know what? We decided to switch it up a little bit. Let me host today's show. And today, we will be starting off with the Discussion Wednesday. We got a basketball-themed discussion. And you know what? Let's get straight into it. So with my first question for you guys, what is the best possible starting five you can build? Any era, any player, any team, all in their prime, you have to make the best possible lineup built around each other. What is that team for you guys? Before we go into any of that, I just wanted to say, uh, Amon? Yeah. Yo, the disrespect game just showed us by not even introducing us, and he only introduced himself. Oh my god! Wow, okay. Daddy. I'm sorry, it was my this first intro, Daddy. guys. I forgot. What is up with you today? It's my first intro. I forgot. No. He forgot. <laughs> excuses, uh, man. Now, let me answer your question. I don't, I don't like Mr. excuses. Mr. Host, let me answer your question. The best starting five I can give you right now in the league. Uh, no, not five. in the league. No, no. All mm. time. Any any player all, ever, oh, all, all time. time. Yep, best possible okay. team you okay. can build for you, build around. Yep. I'm on. You go first. I don't want to go first. Okay. Uh, point guard. Let's think. So, okay, Danny, quick question. Does fit matter? Like, what? do these players have to fit with each other, or can or like? I would say they, they should like, be in best at their position. I would say they have to be somewhat close to their position. I don't want you running LeBron at the five or something like that. I would, but I would say yeah, running exactly. LeBron at some place, like you can run him at the point guard because that's something he plays, right? Right. You can run him point guard, small forward, whatever you want. But I wouldn't say like we can't have like Steph Curry running your center or something crazy like that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. So a point guard, I pick Steph Curry, the shooter, because in this new in this new era, shooting is especially really important, and there's nothing better than Steph Curry, who's Definitely the best shooter. Like, like best shooter of all time. It's not even an argument. You can argue with me. Steph Curry is the best shooter of all time. Uh, shooting guard. Uh, I'll go with MJ, Michael Jordan. Who's Michael Jordan? Michael Jordan, man. He is the the second best player of all time behind Bron. Sorry, uh, sorry, Lincoln. Uh, a small forward. I got LeBron, of course. LeBron. Um, a power forward, a power forward. Mm. That, in my opinion, is pretty interesting. You know what? Screw it. I'm about to go with my boy, ah, uh, wait, wait, uh, Danny. Can I have one center as a power forward? Is that okay or not? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Well, then, in that case, I'm on Hakeem Olajuwon, a power forward. Well, and at center, at center, I'm about to run, oof. Alvon, Shaq, et cetera. That's my starting five. Okay. Okay, I like that team. The only criticism I have on that team is it could use a little bit more shooting. I feel like the only like really, really good shooter on yeah. that team is Curry. LeBron can make his shots here and there. Jordan's, Jordan's good in the mid-range to the paint. He can't really shoot the three. We haven't seen him shoot the three. Shaq, like- Shaq shooting... Uh, we don't need uh, to yeah, talk about yeah. that. <laughs> Hakeem Olajuwon, I'm not really sure how his shooting worked out. I knew he was a beast in the paint, though. But I mean, like, Olajuwon was – he was pretty good at mid-rangers, but I don't think he was a great uh, shooter, like a like a shooter beyond, beyond the arc. I'm not sure if he was. But 
if you want to add shooting, I think I'll take out Shaq for a center that can shoot like like Jokic or Embiid or you know like those modern guys because I, I can't think of a center back in the day that yeah, was a, a good shooter. So like if you want shooting, I'll go with my boy Embiid at center. But okay. like like that shooting like in general, I'm going Shaq. So that's okay. my that's a minor adjustment. Okay. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Yeah. Okay, like if you want to go next, and I'll give mine finally. Uh, all right. So I think for me, point guard, um, I'm gonna go with Magic Johnson. Uh, all around, like he passes the ball, gets the rebound, can start the fast break. Shooting guard, I'm gonna have to go with Steph Curry. I'm gonna move him to the two guard because <clears throat> one, he's a shooter and he does great job off the ball. Uh, at three, I have MJ. Right, MJ. He's a bit undersized for the three, but he can still play. Yeah, I've seen him play it before. And then for the four, I'm going to put LeBron. Big guy. He can get the boards. He can drive in, and he's really strong. And at five, I'm going to put Kareem. Uh, no, no, it's not Kareem. Sorry. Uh, Wilt Chamberlain. Great scorer. Freakish athletic ability. And just insane. Just That's the first word that comes to mind is insane. That's hey, okay. I see that team. Only issue I have with that team is the one in the two guard. Magic wasn't known as the best defender. He could defend. Steph Curry is not a good defender at all. So I feel like lacking... You have Magic's size, but I feel like lacking some defense there compared to a Mons team where you have Jordan at the two to guard a guard. I feel like that might work out... Uh, like It might like shift up some of the play styles against other of these all-time teams. Also, your team... This is just criticism. It's a little bit undersized, I would say, having MJ at the three, but it kind of makes up for it with Magic at the one, as he's one of the tallest point guards of all time. But those are the only criticisms I have for your team. So my personal team, okay, we got Stephen Curry at the one. You know, as Amon said, greatest shooter of all time, no debate. All of us have had him on our team so far. I would say he's great off the ball. He can do what he wants to there. And he can also play on the ball. He can also do play as a playmaker, as we've seen this season with the Warriors making plays for his teammates because he drags so much attention to himself. At the two, we have Michael Jordan, uh, an amazing defender, uh, an amazing scorer, amazing all around. Um, he's just the second greatest player of all time, I would say. So you can't you can't go wrong with MJ. He also has that 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 clutch gene. Uh, he's he's an assassin. Um, at the three, we have my boy, LeBron James. Uh, I would say the greatest player of all time. Amazing playmaker. I feel like he's our primary playmaker on this team. He can drive, he can finish, he can do everything on the basketball court. And I, I would say that his ability to make his teammates better around him will work really well with this team. And at the four, someone you guys haven't mentioned yet, but I think would re work really good in an all-time team, is Kevin Durant. So Kevin Durant has oh. a size to play the four, right? And he can also shoot. So I feel like putting him on a team with these all-time teams, most of these teams have people come up with, they don't have that like X-factor shooting ability. They have mostly like bigger, bigger guys out there. But I feel like adding Kevin Durant to a team like this, bringing their extra shooting, his, his, his just offense is insane. I would say he's definitely top five offensive player of all time. He can get a shot on everyone. I've rarely ever seen someone block him. But recently, I saw this man Giannis block him. That was a crazy game. If you haven't watched the highlights of that, I, I'm telling you to check it out. 
they were dueling it out. Um, but I like adding Kevin Durant to that team because I really want that extra shooting, considering how much the game has evolved to the shooting side uh, later. And at the center, we have Shaquille O'Neal, one of the most dominant players of all time. Um, there were literal rules made after this man's because he was just so dominant. Like, as you could see with him and Kobe in those playoffs, bro. One of the most dominant duos of all time. You cannot be stopped. He's a freak of nature. The amount of strength this man possesses, it is hard to guard. And with his lack of shooting, also that's why I wanted to keep Kevin Durant in there because I, I wanted to shoot her up in, those big, in the big man position. So that is my top five. Any comments, concerns on my team? Um, your team will be an amazing modern team. Because uh, of shooting, you know, the size, everything is... Uh, that team, I can I can see them working well, or like I think they can have amazing chemistry, and I like that team a lot. I think it's one of the best teams that I like that I've heard before. Uh, in Alice, I I would say like I would, I would say that the Miles is more for like the older times because because like like my team is physical, but shooting is kind of like not there because. Yeah, but your team has a lot of shooting, and I like that. Uh, I think your team could be really good. Like, if anything to add? You suck. I suck? Why do I suck? Nah, I'm kidding. Um, I thought it was pretty Why good. Why do you suck? I, I'm explaining it, man. Uh, I was joking. Uh, but I, I like how you added in KD. Um, uh, other than that, you know, I think it was a pretty cool list. I think one thing it might lack is physicality. And um, I yeah. guess you can make that up in Jordan and uh, Shaq because they're both very physical players. But other than that, I think uh, not bad. Oh, another thing I thought it could have used a bit more is um, passing. Uh, but yeah, other than that, it's pretty nice. Okay, okay. Anything to add? Or do you guys want to move on to your next question? Next question, please. Next question, okay. Question. So this, this yep. may be... I feel like this question is either going to be controversial or we just going to we are going to all agree on this one, okay? So, who do you guys rank higher all time? Tim Duncan or Kobe Bryant? All time? All time. Everything they've done in their careers. Two of the greatest players Ooh, of all time. Tough. Definitely top 10 players. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go first. Um if you want to look at accolades wise, I think Tim uh, I think Duncan would definitely stand out more. But if you want to see the overall impact of the game, I'm definitely going to go Kobe here. Uh, to the point where I think Kobe kind of makes up for his missing accolades. Uh, to the po- like, Kobe should have had, like, at least one or two more MVPs. Um, but he still had five chips um, to his name. And I think uh, the overall <coughs> impact Kobe had to the game, bless you, Ramon, um, was impressive because, you know, LeBron, and I quote, said, um, I thought I was famous until I went to China with Kobe Bryant. And you think of the overall impact he had on the game itself, uh, here and across the world. Uh, I don't, I didn't see Tim Duncan do any of that. Tim Duncan is and was uh, one of the greatest players to play. Uh, I, I, I would rank him top five power forward. Um, like Gainey said, probably top ten players of all time. So um, that's just the way I look at it. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, that's a good argument. Um, I I would also choose Kobe, but I think I'm a, I'm a bit biased because I, I didn't really watch you know, sports games like that. You know, I 
I know that he has an amazing accolades. He has an amazing career. I started Kobe, but um, I'm going to go with Kobe just because I watched him recently more than I have Tim Duncan. Uh, it's really biased, but I think what Luka said was uh, was right. Um, his his talent and his effect on the game makes up for 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 what he has less than Tim Duncan, if that makes sense. Um, exactly. So, yeah, yeah, exactly what you said. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with uh, Kobe as well. Okay. Uh, since no one really argued the side of Tim Duncan, we we're more favoring towards Kobe, which I thought was going to happen. I'm going to I'm gonna argue a little for Tim Duncan, as Lincoln might do. Uh, Tim Duncan, I feel like he is definitely one of those players who has one of the most underrated careers of all time. When you think of top 10 players of all time, I feel like Tim Duncan's name doesn't get mentioned enough. Uh, he's not the most flashy player, as we can all say. Like He doesn't have the moves like Kobe, Jordan. He doesn't have the, the passing ability of players like Magic, uh, LeBron. He doesn't have the athleticism of players like Will Chamberlain, but he's just like one of the most consistent players of all time. Man has won five NBA championships, a three-time NBA Finals MVP, two MVPs, 15-time All-Star, 10-time All-NBA First Team, eight NBA All-Defensive First Team, man, and seven All-Defensive Second Teams. Like, like I when I first like heard that discussion, right, I really thought it was just going to be, it's just Kobe all the way. But, like, really looking back on Tim Duncan's career, like, I never realized, like, how, how many accolades he won, how dominant he was, but he really was. Like, as you think of Tim Duncan, he's a very quiet guy, right? He he never really spoke, like, that much. I kind of He kind of reminds me of Kawhi Leonard, you know? They both played on the same team. They were both very, like, humble, uh very quiet so like when you think of his career you don't think like wow he's like one of the greatest players of all time but when you look back at his career like these numbers are crazy so that's why that's how i'm arguing for tim duncan i feel like he needs more recognition over his career but my personal my personal opinion my personal opinion is still kobe i would still rank kobe higher all time but on the side of tim duncan that man deserves some more respect um i completely i completely agree with what you said like like Many people just overlook his career and him as a player. And they're like, oh, he's Tim Duncan, you know. Like I said, he's not the flashiest player in the world, but, like, what he did in his career is is, is amazing with that first team. You know, um, Tim Duncan, I think he should be considered to be higher on on people's greatest of all time players because he's a, he's a great player with a – with a pretty good skill set, you know, he's a great player. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, completely agree with what you said. I think if you look at Tim Duncan's highlights, like Danny said, you won't find the flashiest pace. But, like, the fundamentals that he, like, completely nailed down. I mean, uh, I remember watching a couple of his His, his nickname was literally um, the Big Fundamental. That's That was yeah, the NBA nickname. the Big Fundamental. I, I didn't know that, but, like, that just makes sense. But, um... What was I saying? Yeah, so, like, I was watching a couple of games, and, like, his post moves and, you know, his IQ for the game, especially, especially uh, in Pop's, um, you know, play scheme, uh, really boosted his, like, playing style, which I like, and, uh, yeah. Yep, I agree with all you guys, then. I feel like he's, he has a very underrated career and a very underrated player in general. Okay, moving on to our next question. 
So we all know our childhoods are coming to an end. LeBron James is now 36. He's been dominating the NBA for so long. Players like Kevin Durant, Curry, we've all grown up watching. They're getting older. And now new guys are stepping up into the NBA. So my question for you guys is, is who do you guys think will like dominate the NBA for years to come? Will be our next LeBron James. But what I'm going to go further because I feel like I know what you guys' answers is going to be. So after someone says a player, I want you guys to pick a different player than them. So if Lickett goes first, Amon, I don't want you to have the same players. I, I, I want think I'll let Amon go first. I'll go last just because I went like first. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. I feel like I know like who you so, guys want to say as your as, as one of you guys because so that's why I want everyone to have a different player. Yeah. yeah. So you're saying a player like LeBron that that can dominate for the next um like ten, twelve years. Right. Yeah, basically, who's who's gonna be like the next face of the NBA after all these all these players we have grown up watching retire? They're they're getting old, and okay. who's gonna be like basically the next face of the NBA? Um, I'm going with Luka Doncic. I'm going with Luka Doncic. You know that kid is special. Um, he's he's ever since he came out of college, man. Ever since he entered the NBA. He just brought a spark to the game, you know, brought a spark to his team. That was not the best. And even now they're struggling, but him as a player, he's been putting up some amazing stats this season and even last season, and he can only improve. And I can't see him ever going downhill, you know, just having a back season or something. Like, he's just that great of a player. He's, uh, like, I think... He can beat him next LeBron for sure. I think all he needs is just it's a better team because he his team right now kind of stinks. His coach isn't the best, so just, kind of like LeBron. LeBron starting up didn't have that good of a team or that uh, or that good of a, of a coach, but I can see Luka Doncic absolutely take more than NBA uh, for the next 10, 20 years. Yeah. I completely agree with you. That's what I thought most. That, that's what like if I if the first person that comes to my mind when you say ask me a question like that is definitely Luka Doncic. Man, it's just a different breed, bro. He's actually like he he's played professional basketball for so long. Like he when he was sixteen, I'm pretty sure he started playing professional basketball in the Euroleague. Like he he just knows he just knows how to do everything. Like. I don't know, like, watching him play, he cannot be stopped. Like, I was watching the Lakers versus uh, Mavericks game, bro. Like, they could not guard him. And that's the same type of dominance I see with, like, LeBron in his prime. Like, you, you, cannot, le- you cannot guard LeBron. You can only try to slow him down. And that's what I see in Luka Doncic. Uh, but for uh, another... Hey, right, Luka, do you want to add something? I just, I just want to quickly add something about Luka. I think the one thing that stands out to me with Luka is his experience and his, like... Um his overall like flow of the game that he can orchestrate. I mean, I watched some of Luca's game like against the Clippers where he hit the uh, game winner, and how he was like a lot of rookies now like to rush into like their moves and everything. But Luca's like one of the more patient players I saw, who's willing to read the defense and make the moves. Yeah, he he in that series he played like a veteran. Uh. Like, he's been playing in the league for years, and that was only his second season, right? Or, was that his rookie season? No, that was his no, no, second. second season in the NBA. Right. So, I have to pick someone different than Luka. Um, and this guy, second season in the NBA. 
Uh, a lot of people compared him to LeBron as he's coming to the NBA, and that's Zion Williamson. Uh, personally, when he came into the league, I didn't think he was going to be this good. I thought he was overhyped. But watching him play, man, he is actually just a beast. Uh, this season, He was injured for most of his rookie season. I hope that's really my only issue with him. I feel like the way he plays, he can get... He has the possibility to be injured a lot. But with his dominance on the court in only his second season, I feel like he can become the next face of the NBA. Uh, his just pure athleticism, his efficiency, which is really what stands out to me. Like his field goal percentage is are for a player that shoots this much, scores this much, is crazy. Averaging sixty percent from the field this season on twenty seven points per game. That's crazy. Uh this season, averaging 27 points per game, like I said, 7 rebounds, nearly 4 assists. As a second-year player, I find that amazing. He is a first-time All-Star, and I feel like if the Pelicans really imp uh, like build around him and improve as a team, I feel like they could be a dominant team coming forward. They have a very young team, too. Lonzo, Brandon Ingram, they have a great team to go into forward, and that's what I want to see as a face of the NBA, someone who can dominate for a time to come. And I think the Pelicans really have this potential with Zion Williamson leading them. That's why I picked Zion. Okay. That's a good pick. That's what he is. As I said, my biggest worry with Zion is injury. Um, like you said, like the the way he plays, he like it's weird because in this era, this era got softer. But Zion as a player, he plays rough. You know, he like he like he likes to get dirty in the post, and he likes to embody people, you know, that's kind of what, opposite, like, that's the opposite that this era has become. And I, I, I kind of, I kind of, I love this pick. Because uh, while that was getting softer, I think some players can't handle Zion, man. He's just too physical, he's too, he's too big, and he's just like, uh, like and his skill set is just kind of rare for how big he is, you know. So I really like that pick. Yeah, especially being that big and moving that fast and jumping that high, you won't yeah. find it in another guy in the NBA. But um, man, you guys took off all the obvious picks. Uh, I'm trying to think. You know, the entire time I was like, who who would really step in and make you know the biggest difference? Um, right now the way it looks to me is uh the kid in New York, Julius Randle. Uh, the way he's playing so far and the way he's um developing i think he might be a dominant player for the years to come because he can only get better um and that's just the way i see it i think he has like all the skill sets he has a good jumper he has you know um a similar like uh what do you say a build uh to um to like other uh strong players. i don't want to say lebron because lebron's build is just insane but like you know he has a strong build you know what i mean where he can, like, um, push himself into the paint and uh, get a shot off there. Um, but I think I'm, 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 I was stuck between these two, so I have to mention the other one. The other person I see is Trey Young. Um, in his third season, he's doing um, some great things uh, with the Hawks. They're fifth in the league right now. And the way he's shooting just reminds me of Steph Curry. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure we all thought of that, like, in his first uh, rookie season when he was just pulling up from half court without even thinking. I mean, the transition he made from college to the NBA, a lot of people doubted, especially after his summer league. Um, I think that's just uh, the way I see it. 
Yeah. Um, I, I I like the Trey Young pick more than the Julius Randle pick. I feel like Julius Randle is a little too old for him to dominate the league like, for for the time he's to come. Twenty six. So. Yeah. Yeah, I feel. Yeah, my issue is that I feel like he's a little bit older on the older side. I want someone. If I was, if I wanted someone who would dominate the league, I wanted to come into the league being on like the younger side. Luka Doncic only in his third season, Zion in his second. I want someone who can dominate for a long time to come. And I, I personally, I cannot see that with Julius Randle. But I, I get what you're saying. Like this man, this season has been on a different level with the Knicks. But I really liked it, uh, the Trey Young pick because I also think he has a pretty good team that he can. He can play around like with John Collins, yeah, I mean, Clint Capella. The, yeah. the comparison I see between Curry and Trey Young is that you know they both were brought into this team which was you know really bad. Um, it once was good, but then now it's like it was on its fall off. The same thing happened with the Hawks, right? They were really good. Um, they were once the one seed like 2016 or 2015, and now you know a year later like they just completely fell because of uh, players leaving and uh, whatnot. But uh, you bring in Trey Young to the situation. And he's still, you know, balling out, and he's still making plays for his teammates, um, you know, and he's putting up crazy numbers. And, and the, the same way that Curry did, you know, Curry made his first All Star, uh, I think, uh, third or fourth season. Um, but like, you know what I mean? Like, he just came in and kind of changed the culture of the city. Um. Okay. So, can I add someone to my list? Gary? Yeah. Sure. Add someone. Um. As much as it, it hurts me to say this. Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum, um, I think Jason Tatum oh, has grown. We, we all Tatum. forgot about Jason Tatum. Yeah, Jason that Tatum, is true, bro. bro. Jason Tatum. Tatum is special. He does not fear. He doesn't hide during the during the high pressure, you know, places. Uh, Almer, I think, is in the playoffs. This dude hit a, I think, a buzzer beater contested three for the win. And I think Tatum's got that clutching in him, you know. Like, I like I remember him breaking wide open threes in the game. But when it mattered in the fourth quarter, it's the same exact shot with the guy smothering him in his face hits it. You know, he's just got that clutching in him. You know, it doesn't matter what kind of shot it is, off balance, you know, three sixty, no skill, something like that. He hits it. Uh, Jason, Jason Tatum, <laughs> wait, wait. Did I just did I just say <laughs> no scope? Did Avon just say three sixteen? I did. Yes, sir. Jason Tatum always behind those three sixteen scopes, guys. Yeah, but I yeah, agree. Um, but, I yeah, agree with what you said, bro. His skill set is crazy. Like he's modeled his bro, game after Kobe. Like he's just on a different level. He's so smooth I'm with the basketball. Saying that he was a bust his rookie year because rookie year was kind of disappointing. You know, his sophomore season was better. So wasn't good, but his but rookie season was really Ooh. good, but was it? I feel like wait, it was. Wait. I no, what the was I know, I know was it was the sophomore that people were saying he's sophomore, disappointing because okay. he didn't improve that much. Okay, okay. Because okay. like the first season so, he went to the conference finals because his first season season was his conference finals oh. against LeBron, so people thought hey, it was disappointing. Um, hey. Yeah. So was it Jalen Brown that had a bad rookie season? I don't remember. It well, might have. It might have been. I know Jalen Brown yeah. was definitely not on the same level he is now. Uh, it, I'm saying it okay. might have been. I literally forgot. Yeah, his uh, rookie like, season. He was okay. a top three pick, right? Or am I tripping? 
He was top three. Oh, he was third overall yeah, pick. Okay, his rookie season, yeah. he averaged six points per game, three rebounds. And... Six? Yep. Six. Jalen Brown or Tatum? Jalen Brown. Who's that? Okay. Yeah. So yeah, his that's, that's his rookie season, bad. he averaged six points per game, three rebounds, and one assist. So yeah, this is definitely a very disappointing season for your top three pick. He may have been injured. Yeah. I'm not sure. Okay. If we want to do one final question, I got yes, one. Yes, let's do it. Let's do it, okay. man. So this is not more of a debate. Kind of, It's kind of more of a walk down memory lane. What would you guys say is your favorite play of all time? Favorite play. It could be anything. A block, a shot, a dunk, something like that. Anything like that from any play. Oh, man. Come on, you want to go first or... Okay. I, I can go first since I haven't oh, gone yeah, you're first, first yet. Dude. I, there's yeah, there's there's happen. so many plays. I gotta think. Um, I yeah. got. I want Danny to go first. Yeah, well, as a as a LeBron fan, guys, this is kind of obvious for me. It has to be the block in that game seven, man. Like that, watching that block live, watching that comeback as a whole, the meaning of that block is just insane, bro. Coming back down three one against. 70, the 73 and 9 Warriors, one of the greatest recoveries I've ever witnessed live. The speed, the precision, it was just amazing to watch. Uh, the impact, right? Like, that block basically decided the finals. That block and Kyrie shot, those two. That block is definitely my favorite play, and that Kyrie shot is definitely up there, but. Uh, that play just just amazes me every time I watch it. It's just crazy all around. That block was crazy. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, if I had to choose one out of the vast sea of endless possibilities, I think I'll have to go. Dang, bro! There's so many things. I'm like, oh. I can't think of one. Look at you go first, man. I'm sorry. I'm still thinking. Look. Oh, come on. All right. I think I'd have to go with when LeBron was on the Heat. I think that was when RV started getting involved in basketball the most, started watching games. And that time where he was playing the Celtics, um, D-Wade stole the ball, passed it to Mario Chalmers, then to Norris Cole. Then LeBron comes flying out of nowhere and just yams it on Jason Terry's head and just stares him down. I think that's got to be my favorite. Oh, that play. is, that is oh, such a good play, bro. Watching oh that gosh. gives me chills. Like he ended Jason Terry's whole career in that one, bro. Like the I mean, am- the amount of memes I saw on that play with like Jason Terry and like a coffin, they made me laugh. And that that play yeah, is also amazing. The whole sequence, it looked like a setup, bro. Four Heat players on one side of the court, Jason Terry all by his lonesome, and he got absolutely yammed on. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. That, that was one of my all-time favorite. But I love Dude, watching. that's such a great play. And then, like, oh that my play, gosh. especially with the beat drops, and I get a high. Yeah. yeah, like, the, the edits with the beat drops, too. Oh, my gosh. Those are so nice. Okay, I'm on. You, you know what? You're the last one up. I'm going to pick something from the past season. You know what? Since y'all are going back down memory lane, I'm going to say modern. I'm going to say the last season. I'm going to pick that, um, which we'll call it. I'm going to go with, um... My boy, Joel Embiid's step back uh, three to tie the game. It's in its overtime. Uh, because y'all took 
what I wanted to pick, so I'm just going to go with my buddy Joel Embiid. I'm all the ways you could have picked, you picked that one. You I picked know, the Joel Embiid. You, 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 you want. It wasn't even a game winner, it was just a shot to send it over to him. Okay, tell you me. Wait, listen, let me let look at this. You could have picked Michael Jordan's um switcheroo that he did like against the Lakers in the finals. You could have picked um Kareem's skyhook. You could have picked Kobe's game winners. You could have picked. You could have picked that Dame game winner. You could have picked the Ray Allen game winner. You could have picked so many amazing plays. The Derek Fisher zero point four. Something on Darius you know Sarich you know four time game. I picked this play in his memory because <laughs> this is a play that that meant most to me. <laughs> As a person, as a diehard Sixers fan, the only one that Sixers game. Bad play. I think I think a play that would be more to you is Kawhi shot. Okay, I feel like that play is better. I hate that. I feel like that play shaped more of your character than the Joel beating The luckiest shot in the whole wide world, bro. That bounce is ridiculous. That was also one of the most played all the time. But there's so many good plays. I'm not picking that. Like, I thought about that, but I was like, I'm not picking that. Like, I would betray my, like, my, my mentality. I would betray, like, everything I believed in my whole life. Yeah, but, if, like, <laughs> come on, Amon, there's so many. <laughs> All right, you know what, you know what? Cannot take my answer. Okay, sure, Amon, we'll give you a redemption. Okay. Thank you, thank you. I pick the Dame uh, step back from the logo or PG in the playoffs. Uh, okay, I like that pick a lot, <laughs> a lot better than Joel Embiid. Step back, three. Hey man, I love Joel Embiid. Okay, I'm a good <laughs> for him. Say, so, so like my boy Joel Embiid, I will always support it. Doesn't matter how he plays. Okay, well talking about that play, that play was an amazing shot. Like having that confidence to take a near half court shot for a game winner to end the series. That's just. That's just that play is just insane, and the, the celebration he had after it, the wave goodbye, ooh, that was that was so like, nasty. That was so cold. And like, I, I remember after the, I think it was a press conference, right? PZ's like, "Yo, that's a bad shot. Why do you take that shot?" <laughs> I'm like, uh, 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 "Salty." Like PZ was so salty. It was so funny. <laughs> that was when PZ Paul. Or, sorry. Playoff P. PG Paul. PG Paul, guys. My fave. Like, uh, after that play, Yeah. Playoff that was P, that was the second season of Playoff P, bro. The first season against the Jazz, where he got he got exited by a rookie Donovan Mitchell. Then he gets a game winner hit over him. Yeah. And then in the bubble, which is the most amazing performance I've seen from a player ever. Just just insane. Didn't he get? Didn't the shot Luca made go over PG? No, that was somebody. Else. No, it was over Reggie Jackson. PG was originally yeah. guarding him, I'm pretty sure, and then they got to switch on to Reggie Jackson. I think that's what happened. Dang. But yeah, those are those are some. Just thinking about those plays, guys, <laughs> they give me chills. Such such good plays. I love Joel Embiid. Alright, guys. There you have it for another episode of the Water Boys Podcast. I know it was a little different uh, with me hosting it. Hope you guys liked it. Probably won't happen again for a long time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> maybe next time we get a mod to host it. 
Thank you for listening to another episode of the Water Boys podcast. Make sure to follow our Instagram uh, at, at Water Boys podcast and our Twitter, uh, Water Boys underscore P. And make sure to catch us every Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. And that's it for the Water Boys. Peace. Peace. <laughs>